Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and because it's Saturday, I'm here with Christopher. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm doing okay. I'm excited that when we're done recording this, we get to watch football. Yes, we do. Pat's going to win. They're going to have a hard time with Kyler Murray. Mm. They're having a hard time this season. Yeah, but... You know, it's, it's a rebuilding it, season. It's, it's, it is what it is. I did a, a daily mindset upgrade on this the other day about how isn't it interesting that we allow make allowances for our sports teams to have rebuilding years. But like the idea of having a rebuilding year in our own life is like, I'm not doing enough. I should be growing. I should be this. I should be that. Anyway, you know what we're giving away today? Yes, we are giving away regular old energy plus. <laughs> make it sound really compelling. Pom- pomegranate lime matcha energy plus, which He's I love that. cold. He's doing that because he doesn't want to fork over the apple cinnamon. I do not, even though I accidentally ordered a whole other case. <laughs> I know, but I will say before the apple cinnamon came out, and we do love apple cinnamon, the pomegranate lime matcha is our go-to. Oh yeah, I I mean, I, it's cold. I like I like that one cold. I like that one hot and cold. Um, it works it works both ways, but I prefer it cold. If I'm gonna have a hot one, I go with the apple cinnamon. That's Fair. just me. And the apple cinnamon doesn't really work cold. Yeah, I agree. I don't like the apple cinnamon cold. I like the pomegranate lime matcha both ways. But um, that's what we're giving away today. It's a box of thirty packets. You pomegranate will- lime matcha. I know. You will love it. We'll announce the winner at the end of the show. And you could be our winner next week if you leave a review of this show on Apple Podcasts or you leave a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon or Or, you post on Facebook or Instagram. Make sure to tag me an episode of this show that you're listening to or that you've loved or that you've learned from and you could get a free prize next week. And these aren't cheap prizes. These are like nice, like the... Energy Plus is what, like 40 bucks? Close for to 30 it, yeah. bucks? I think it's like 44. Yeah, so, I don't know. Ain't no joke. No, we'd be generous. We'll announce the winner at the end of the show. We will. I love it when you guys ask questions, so keep them coming because um, we just have really good conversations around stuff that you guys want to chat about, so keep them coming. I will say a great place to toss the questions. If you're not already part of the free Primal Potential Facebook group, then join. Add, yeah, like add there. yourself there because um, we have some really great conversations in there. I'll put the link in the description so you can join that group. But that's where the majority of these questions today came from. So for show, sure. go for it. Yeah, these uh, looking at these, these are pretty interesting questions today. OK, let's hear them. Uh, question number one. How much outside validation is healthy and how much is not? How much outside validation is healthy? So I actually don't think it's a matter of like how much, but rather a matter of how much stock you put in it. Because think about it. 
there are people who get a ton of outside validation, right? Like the first first person that comes to my mind right now is Jennifer Lopez. Like I'm sure she has trolls and haters like everybody does. Oh, yeah. But, if you but don't like, have haters, you're not doing it right. Right. But I mean, if you think about the number of people, every time she posts something like, oh, my God, you're beautiful. Oh, my gosh, I would die for your body. Oh, my gosh, you're such an incredible dancer, blah, 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 blah. It's not about how much validation she's getting and is the amount healthy or not healthy. It's about how much stock you put in it. And I think it was Gary Vaynerchuk that I heard say this years ago. But basically he said, you have to put as much in the positive as you do in the negative, right? Because what a lot of people will do is they will overemphasize the criticism and the negative comments and that if they get one of those, that'll take up more mental and emotional energy than like the 25 compliments they got. But either way, I don't think your, your validation should come from other people. Because at the end of the day, if somebody thinks that you're amazing or somebody thinks you're awful, what really matters is what you think and the core group of close people, what they think. Like one of the filters that I put any sort of positive or negative feedback that comes my way through is, are these the people whose opinions matter to me most? Because otherwise it can, it can really inflate how you're feeling. If, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, like 10 people reached out today to say that, you know, I looked pretty in this picture or that, um, you know, they love my book or whatever. Alternatively, 10 people reached out to say that they hated this picture or that they hated my book or that, you know, whatever. But how do you feel about you and how do the people that matter most to you feel about you? So I don't think that there is any amount of validation external that is healthy or unhealthy. I think a hundred percent of the healthy or not healthy comes down to how much emphasis you put on it, how much stock you put on it. And how you feel about you. Because at the end of the day, if you feel amazing about you. doesn't matter what any of the validation Right. Wants. You could get no outside validation and you're good. And at the end of the day, if you get a ton of outside validation and you feel crappy about you, because look, there's a lot of that. There are a lot of people that like Robin Williams, everybody thought he was funny and a great actor and this, that, and the other thing. And he probably got tons of external validation. Didn't matter a flip bit if he wasn't happy with him. Right. So I do not think it matters at all how much, like quantity-wise, validation you're getting inside and out. And it really boils down to how do you feel about you? How do you measure up to your own standards? Are you meeting your own expectations? Are you doing what you want in life? Are you fulfilled? How do you feel about you? That's what's really the thing. Yeah. Put that in your cake batter. <laughs> Am I not using that right? That's right. Somebody a few weeks ago said something like that. Yeah, mix go. that into your <laughs> mixing bowl or something. I don't even remember what it was. Uh, but no, yeah, absolutely. I mean, getting caught in the hype is dangerous either way. Exactly. For sure. Positive or negative. All right. Next question. This is an interesting one, I, I find. Uh, tips for us not living in the U.S. Where, where to go find good stuff or good food to buy. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I live in the U.S., so I'm not really sure about the grocery stores in Malaysia. Um, but no, I actually... Farm stands. Well, I had a really interesting... Um, or not. ...exchange with person with the person that asked this um, in the Facebook group that I was mentioning. And I was like, look, you don't need 
any fancy anything. Like I really believe that you can be perfectly healthy at any at any grocery store. It really, really doesn't matter because yeah, there might like you might hear me talk about a collagen powder that I got from Thrive Market or Amazon and they don't have that collagen powder. But do you need that to be healthy? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I was telling Chris the other day that Put we that were, cookie down. <laughs> was, oh, the other thing? That's, that's not what I was telling you the other day. I think I was asking you how that cookie was. Somebody sent me cookies. Where were they from? I don't know, but they were. No, 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 no. What company were they from? I don't know. I know we don't, we don't know who they were from, but you walked in I don't and you know said, what, what are such and such cookies? What was it? I have no idea. Crumb? It's, it's a box of cookies. Was it crumb or crumble? Anyway, I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I didn't. I don't know the name. I just know I've been eating them. So thank you, whoever sent them. <laughs> I, I hope they're not poison. My question was, I know, right? We should. We should. Wait, guess. wait. Do you do you like the show <laughs> or do you not like the we show? We should second guess food gifts that don't come from a person. Um, but no, I was asking him how the cookie was. Anyway, I had a really interesting exchange with the person who asked this question because I was like, look. It's simple. It's it's a lot simpler than that. It makes me it makes me think back to that mini sode that I released a couple weeks ago that said, "Don't let knowledge get in the way of wisdom. Don't let all the like, oh, she had a turkey epic bar for a snack. I don't have access to turkey epic bars. You don't have to. You if your grocery store sells meat and vegetables, you're good to go in that regard. Yeah. Don't overcomplicate it. Yes." There are probably people that spend a few hundred dollars a month on stuff that you don't have access to, but like that's not the reason they're healthy and not having it isn't the reason that you won't be healthy, right? Now, this person didn't specify if they're talking about like nutrition or they're talking about skincare, this, that, and the other thing, but like, okay, skincare, use coconut oil as a moisturizer instead of something that has a million toxins in it. Simple stuff like that. It doesn't you, you don't need access to any sort of fancy anything, to any sort of specialty product to be healthy. This is exactly what I was talking about on that episode where I said, don't let knowledge get in the way of wisdom. There are a lot of people who feel like, well, I can't afford the supplements that you take, or I don't have access to something like coconut flour. And then they get discouraged by that. It's not a problem. That's an extra, right? That's just like um, when somebody says, I want to start a podcast, but I can't afford like a really expensive setup. Okay, you don't need a really expensive setup. You can record a podcast if you have a cell phone. Literally, that is all you need. If you have a laptop, you can start a podcast. Sure, there are podcasters that spend $10,000 on equipment, but it is not necessary. It is not required. So I don't, I don't know the difference in availability or the types of stores and that sort of thing country to country. So I can't throw out specifics there. But what I can say is it doesn't freaking matter at all. Yeah, I mean, from everything you've said in the past, if you can find Whole Foods, you're fine. Yeah, like just real, not Whole real, Foods real the store, food. Yeah, real no, food. Real, real Whole Foods. And honestly, even if you couldn't, because I did an episode, um, uh, God, probably five years ago now on like eating well on a budget. And we talked about things from the frozen food section and things from the canned food section. Those could technically be Whole Foods too, mm -hmm. even though they're not in like their whole food form, but like... Yeah, you, you don't need to worry. If you have a grocery store or a farm stand, you're totally fine. That's what I think. Or, or a healthy knowledge of the plants that grow near you. Yeah, absolutely. Learn how to plant stuff. Forage. Forage. 
Next question. I've been considering investing in a coach for my blog slash social media work. I feel like everyone is a coach these days. How do I know what to look for in a coach? How do I know who's right for me in my business? How do you decide between hiring a coach and hiring someone to act more as an employee? I've never invested money in my social uh, blog or social media platform before, and I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. It's a big step. It is a big step. And I would say you can do it with a coach or without a coach, but let's go to the one that's like the most obvious answer here. How do you decide between hiring a coach and hiring someone to act as an employee? These are totally different. These roles are like apples and orangutans in terms of how different they are. They are totally different. You hire an employee to make you money when you need to outsource things, get things off your plate that somebody else can do for less. That's not why you hire a coach, right? So let's say that you're spending an hour a week doing bookkeeping and you're spending two hours a week responding to emails that somebody else could respond to because they're administrative and you're spending an hour a week formatting blogs that somebody could do for less money. That's when you that's when you hire an employee, right? Now, it doesn't have to truly be an employee. It can be a subcontractor or anything like that. But that's not why you hire a coach. You don't hire a coach to get nitty-gritty stuff off your plate, okay? You hire a coach if you want to make yourself better, if you want leadership and accountability and structure and guidance from somebody who is ahead of you in the process. That is a million worlds away from the reasons that you hire an employee. So that one is really, really easy. In terms of what to look for in a coach, who have they helped? How have they helped them? How long have they been doing it? What kind of results do they get for people? Because anybody can call themselves a coach, you're right, and and a lot of people do, and they have no track record of either getting results for themselves or getting results for other people. There's a lot of folks that get results for themselves and then start taking money to get results for other people, but they don't have a process and they they know what they did, but that's not enough to be a coach, right? Uh, part of being a coach is knowing how to work somebody through the the ups and the downs and the hiccups and the trials and the setbacks and all of that sort of stuff. That is not something that you inherently know because you have a business or because you lost weight or because you like to work out or anything like that. So um, the good thing about a lot of this is kind of common sense. What what results do you want to get from a coach? How do you know that they can get those results for you? What is their process? What is their track record? How long have they been doing it? How many people have they worked with before? Those are the kinds of things um, that you would look for. And I think that's kind of a similar answer to the question of how do you know who is right for you in your business? You've got to know what it is that you want. Like hiring a coach because like everybody's hiring a coach and maybe that would be helpful. That's not effective. I'm hiring a coach to get me from A to B, right? What's A, what's B? I'm hiring a coach to help me do these specific things or to help me learn these specific skills or to give me guidance in this specific area. And then you're able to have a conversation about like, well, how do you do that? What is your process? How many people have you worked with on those things before? What kind of results have you gotten for those people? So specificity is going to be really key in helping you make that decision. That's yeah. what I have to say. No, they can't see me shaking my head. No, they can't That's see you nodding. I used to say that to Sarah all the time when she was on the show. Like, <laughs> she's nodding, she's smiling. Yeah. I'm like, they can't see you. Totally. Not helpful. <laughs> Next question. How to keep things on course and holiday expectations, you know, people and family, doesn't turn out the way you'd hoped. 
I love this question because, you know, my first thought is, welcome to the human experience. The problem is the expectations do you have? Do you have the expectation that things are going to go according to your expectations? Because if you do, ah, that's, you fool. <laughs> that's the problem, <laughs> right? If we have the expectation that like the holiday is going to go exactly like this and people are going to behave exactly like this and it's good, like... They're going to show up on time. <laughs> the appetizer is going to show up before the entree. Chris is getting a little jab in right now. <laughs> getting a little jab in at his father. Um, but I think that this is so so powerful because if your expectations aren't met what we often do is like point at other people and like they messed this up or they were supposed to do this and they didn't or I thought that they were they would be able to not talk about politics and they weren't or I thought that blah 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 the roles were going to show up they they're not the issue your expectations are and I think one of the beautiful things about just coming to terms with adulthood is that your expectations aren't going to be met when it involves other people or really most anything. So if you're going in with a rigid expectation, you're that's, setting yourself up for disappointment. That's oh, what we man. have to shift. You know, you can have an ideal. I want it to go like this and this is how I'm going to try and, and make it so. But at the end of the day, I mean, just because Chris brought this up. So we had a very, very small Thanksgiving and the day before Thanksgiving, it got even <laughs> significantly smaller than <laughs> than we thought it was going to be and a couple of people that well a few people that we were sure were going to be there suddenly weren't going to be there and then we had an expectation about like what time the meal was and who was bringing what and that all got turned on its head too the day of but we just did what but the we fact could is do. like if you go into that going like well now how do I deal with the fact that I'm disappointed that my expectations weren't met Maybe you should have an expectation that things aren't going to go according to your expectations, you know, especially when it involves other people. I'm all for setting standards for ourselves and doing what we can to follow through for sure. But if you get locked into how it's going to go when there's so many moving pieces that you don't control, you're just asking for, for drama and for chaos. One of the beautiful things about people is that they're not on our timetable. They're not on our preferences. They're not on our wavelength. They're just, they, they get to do things their way. So especially when it comes to, because this person said people slash family and holidays, have the expectation that you really can't have any expectations. Keep, or if I, if I may, keep your expectations within yourself and what you can control. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Like I'm going to be positive and friendly and cordial and festive no matter what i can make sure that i've got music for everybody i can make sure that i've got drinks for people yep. i can make sure i've got this and but i can't anything control else. what time we're going to eat i can't control who's going to show up and who's not i can't control what they're going to say if they're going to be positive or if they're going to be negative if they're going to be complaining if their dog's going to be well behaved or on any of those number of things you can't control that stuff so i love chris's advice there that m- limit your expectations to the things that are just about you and keep everybody else's behavior and attitude and stuff out of it. Because when it comes to other people, you can't set expectations. I mean, that's like gambling. But it's like worse than gambling. Because you don't have odds. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just so multifactorial. So, yeah. that's If it doesn't turn out the way you hoped, is it because of other people or is it because of you? If it's because of you, you can change your behavior. If it's because of other people, change your expectations. Or, yeah, again, yeah. Work, keep, it, keep it within you. Yeah. You'll, you'll never be disappointed if you keep it within you. Totally. Make yourself happy. I like that. 
I like hot advice, Christopher. And I'm out of here. So everyone have a great day. <laughs> uh, we got two more questions coming up. Um, the next to last, or uh, what, which question would that be? That would be the penultimate question. That would be the penultimate question. How to find the sweet spot eating plan that is sustainable uh, versus being on and off of a clean eating plan. So we talked about this a few weeks ago, and I said that it's critically important that you know what your ideal is. And most people don't. They just jump to a diet because it's like, oh, yeah, I can do this, and I can lose 10 pounds, I can lose 15 pounds, I can lose 50 pounds, whatever. How do you want to be with food indefinitely, right? Like, do you want to indulge once a week or twice a month or once a month? What, what do you want that to be? Do you want to have a glass of wine every weekend or a cocktail every weekend? What do you want the ultimate to be? And then start practicing the way you want to be with food ideally versus somebody else's plan. That is the key. Know how you want to live and operate with food and start practicing that every single day. There shouldn't be this broad, even if we're talking about like the way you eat on Christmas versus the way you eat on a random Tuesday, the way you eat on Saturday versus the way you eat on Monday, the way you eat when you're losing weight versus the way you eat when you're maintaining weight, there should not be this wide gap between those things. If there is a wide gap between those things, that's when you have to really get back to how do I want to be with food? What do I want this to look like forever? And start practicing that. We've done a number of episodes on that, too, so that you can go back and check those out. And the final question. Okay. Okay. I'm ready for it. Here we go. Tips for remembering our intentions for the day after the day starts getting hectic or stressful. Keep it very simple. Where I see a lot of people go wrong here is that they'll set like six or seven things for themselves. I want to drink this much water. I want to get in this many steps. I'm going to go to the gym at this time. I don't want to eat sugar after dinner. I want to follow the golden rules, this, that, and the other thing. And you just have basically annihilated your ability to focus. So if you are really struggling with execution of an intention once the day gets rolling, because look, days are going to be hectic more times than not. If you're struggling with that execution, keep it really, really simple. Keep it to one thing. And then I would ask you, what is the strategy that you use when you have something to remember in general, right? If you have to remember to pick your kids up at four when you normally pick them up at two, how would you remember that? Would you set an alarm in your phone? Would you set it on your calendar? Would you write yourself a sticky note? Would you write it on your hand? What would be your approach for remembering something that you have to do later in any other area of your life? And apply that. I would write it at the top of the journal. I would put it in my calendar. I might set an alarm and have it pop up as the whatever. But we already know how to remember things when the day gets hectic, whether it's to remember to pull the meat out of the freezer or it's to remember to call our grandmother because it's her birthday. We already know how to remember how to do things. It's just that when we're trying to remember six or seven or eight different things, we get super flustered and we don't remember that common sense. You know how to remember something at four in the afternoon when you first think of it at seven because you do that in so many other areas of your life. You do that with your kids. You do that with your work. You do that with the phone call you need to make. So simplify it to one thing and then follow the strategies that you use in the rest of your life. And then the biggest thing is practice. 
If it's a new pattern of behavior, it's going to take time. So don't throw your hands up in the air of frustration if on day one, attempt one, you don't get it right. That's fine. Who cares? Move on. Try again. It's just like if you're trying to remember, you know, I always think of the the acronym of when you're shooting free throws, beef for, you know, balance and eyes and elbow and follow through and whatever. You get on the that free throw. That does not spell beef. B-E-E-F. Balance, eyes, elbow, follow through. Yes, it does. Oh. Thank you very much. I remember that from um, Coach Tucker. I, I, I never heard that ever. Coach Tucker. Anyway, you get on the foul line the first time, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't, I can't remember. I don't remember what the, e, the second E is. Who cares? That's why you keep practicing. You keep using it. You keep drilling. It's okay if you don't remember, but don't stop trying. The biggest thing that's going to help you remember is consistency and continued effort over time. That's the big thing. But simplify and then think about all the ways that you remember anything else that you remember in your life because we're great at that. We use that all the time. We just have to apply it to this thing. And oftentimes that requires that we simplify, that we streamline, that we limit the number of things we're trying to focus on, and we use the tools we're already using successfully in our lives. Touche. Okay. We have that Energy Plus to give away. Yes, we do. Plain old pomegranate lime matcha. Don't call it plain old for crying out loud. We loved it before Apple Cinnamon still, came out. Still, you can't say and the love. Only reason still love it. We still love it. The only reason you're giving it away is because today. you're greedy. Yes. I, I drank this, this very stuff before my workout today. The pomegranate matcha. You took it yeah. to the gym? Yeah. Okay. And our winner this week... Is at Courtney Plata. At Courtney Plata, that's C O U R T N I P L A T A. Email Christopher at primalpotential.com. Let him know that you're the winner for episode 837. We will get it in the mail to you. You've got 60 days from today to claim your prize. And the rest of you guys can win if you leave a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts, if you leave a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon, or you just post on Facebook or Instagram. Make sure to tag me an episode of this show that you're listening to that you've loved or something that you've learned from the show. Tag me, tag me. Otherwise, I won't see it. And you could win next week. Doesn't matter where you live in the world. We'll, we'll ship it to you. Yes, we will. We I will. I will anyway. I'm trying to think of the date. I just want to remind people we've got those holiday mugs still available. The holiday mugs are available. And one of them is for the Dagny Foundation. And it's adorable. It is. And 100% of the proceeds of that mug go to the Dagny Foundation. So you, I'll put that link uh, so that you guys can check that the out. But we also The have other mugs ones. are really nice, too, though. Oh, I love them. One of them says, um, you don't need to fight, you need to focus. Another says, wildly curious about my potential and fiercely determined to create it. Another one says, creative, energetic, problem solver. And then the last one says, ditch the drama. Yeah. Because sometimes we need that. Yep. That might be a good one for the person that was asking about expectations in the holiday. Yeah. Ditch the drama. No drama llama here. That's right. All right, everybody. Make it an amazing day. Have a wonderful week. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.